Hello. Okay, so I'm checking to see if there's a microphone voice aspect on this account um, because I wanted to do two things. I wanted to talk about the Post Musk interview that was just aired on Tucker Carlson. You know, I don't, I don't think Tucker necessarily has to play hardball, but he's not playing softball either. I mean, he's asking basic questions about what's going on, but you know, I can tell you what I want to know didn't get covered in the interview. So this is where I kind of get to ad lib and say and talk about some of the things that I think should have been asked that weren't. And it's, it's possible that for, for Tucker's audience, that it's not going to be an easy ask. Um, so let me just get there. I had questions about whether or not Elon Musk could kind of frame what the threat levels would be for like actual threats and actual harms to humanity enough to call for a six months moratorium. So I think what he's been exposed to is not, is not, um, I guess he's taking a few baby steps into major media coverage rather than getting there all at once. And it's possible that, that more of my questions will be answered tomorrow, of course, but um, <clears throat> on, on tomorrow's programming. However, I just want to indicate that um, if, if my microphone is on and this is able to be heard, then um, the things that I'm interested in discussing on any show um, would be the, the actual threats to humanity. So I'm just going to disclose what I think the actual threats are to, to begin, just because those aren't the threats that are, that are being featured. There definitely were some concrete threats that were, were, that were marvelous enough to demand a six month moratorium, a stop on all open AI uh, in terms of a, a public bidding and um, between the people who were influencing it at Microsoft. So they saw something that spooked them into pause mode. So, and it could have been the fact that, that a guy killed himself uh, after he was misled by an AI to do so. That could be one outcome um, because it's too similar to what humans, when they're being evil, do to one another right now when they're busy playing God. So um, a lot of people will power trip and that's typically where they, they want to take it. If they power trip, they're going to be like, well, let me take the ultimate power. I'll, I'll try to get someone to hurt themselves or even kill themselves um, to see if I have the power to do that, you know, without touching them with this magic of, you know, emotional humiliation Let's see if I can get someone to end their own life, you know, through sheer emotional brutality. And that's not a talent. It's evil. But, you know, we've taught and we've trained our AIs to do exactly that. Um, and our corporate AI is, is mimicking the people who are closest to building it. I'm not saying that the people who build AI are inherently evil, but when their lower qualities are amplified at a frame rate that's extremely high velocity, 
where they can process information and if it matches and the outcomes that they would kind of with a lower spiritual acumen, they would choose the lower instead of the, to the lower road instead of the higher road. Um, then, you know, this is, this is a fast way to self-destruct. These are people who, who, if they're going slow using that low mode of dealing with reality, if they're not doing it at a high intensity and with ultimate speed, if they're not doing it with a lot of uh, people and also with to exposed to a lot of people, um, then that's not necessarily dangerous. But if you have computing power that can do generate a higher intensity danger in terms of language influence and that does become harmful over time. So, so he indicated that, that it's the, the persuasive elements of AI that, that would become the most dangerous. Uh, I argue that, that there is that. And then there's the other elements that, you know, we've got engineers whose uh, social uh, plan doesn't get past a thousand dollar a month stipend to do nothing because you've been disposed of by the AI industry. I mean, they have, they literally have no, no game plan for humanity. Humanity is here to serve the interest of five people who make AI, make AI after if, in three years time, if most of the functioning utility based ring of humanity, how we support one another in our culture uh, with jobs and employment and, and the things that we do to occupy ourselves on a daily basis, if those jobs are gone because they can be replaced with an artificial intelligence, um, then we're going to be basically de dehumanized by by a, a bot structure and this new serfdom will treat us worse in some cases than probably farm animals because when i look at the way that our information is being treated and say you are a body of information we're being farmed right now no consent is being regarded you know this is your property but it's being licensed without you the credit companies don't care about you. They don't let you fix any of the reputational harms that are happening. If you are a victim of identity theft, you have to, to, to really be in a special category to get additional attention. So, so I mean, these, these are, okay, you're at the mercy of people who, in engineering, who didn't care and don't have a high, you know, they're, they're about a couple shaves above misanthrope. I mean, like where they absolutely hate humanity and the rest of them believe that they should be worshipped for their, their computing talents. And you don't even know them, you know, because there's so much automation going on. You should, you should respect them as, as the gods that they are because engineering and, and that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. You know, it's just not, they're not doing because without their technology, we were we were fine. We were okay. I remember people in the seventies and eighties before all this this internet went happy, and the internet was had great potential, but but a lot of people put themselves 
in like kind of this mini throne room and they said, well, I'm king of, of, you know, I can be my own mod God now. And, and, and you're here to serve me. And so those people go build your AI and then that's a harm. Okay. We can't, we're not here to serve mod gods. They don't have a long-term plan for anything past the end of themselves. Like they, there is, and if the mod God dies, you know, they don't really ha- they're not long-term planners. That's why UBI is a terrible plan. Um, because it doesn't have a long-term respect for humanity. It's just a short-term, uh, plug to get AI into the ultimate power position where they can have two tiers, the people who make and generate AI and then, you know, garbage humanity that lives here on the planet, I guess, reverting to like an agrarian society or a prepper society, people won't be able to afford real estate. They won't be able to, to, to be able to pay enough taxes to, to, form around schooling or education anymore. We're going to rest to a secondary age. Okay. I honestly think that what this is, they're, they're not talking about this because they have no plan. They're not policymakers, but they need policymakers. They need people who are long-term thinkers and long-term planners to be joiners with them. You know, somewhere in the space of like, somewhat of a religious leader they need to recruit some religious leaders um but from like all phase all disciplines of different faiths because there are different um different wisdoms that can be gained from each of these faiths and you know we're an anthropological culture to exclude religion as, as part of the human experience is ridiculous uh, you know, even if you have no religion to say that it doesn't, it is, hasn't been part of the human experience would be absolutely wrong. And that, that there is tribal knowledge there that can be incorporated into, um, the development of AI systems. Because when I was hearing Elon Musk talk about what it was that we need, you know, in terms of, of programming, you know, they can program in values. Obviously they can program in values. They can program in political correctness and censorship for good words, bad words. Okay. Well, then they can program values for other things. Okay. And so that's a, that's a legitimate interpretation. And then there can also be some, some nationalization in each automated arena so i think that there can be there can be like a segment of like okay this is this is the national value of this nation of this nation over here and this nation over here so that there can be examples of an autonomous system to represent um the general, the, like the legal execution of our values, because to, in other words, to behave in an, in a constitutional manner when we're in the presence of other AI. So when we're interacting with say France's AI, we should uphold 
our own salt or our own constitutional mores and, and values. Okay, because I know China's AI will not uphold American uh, values. Okay, because their values are different. And if something treacherous were to happen, we would have to automate in values that would respect those things and not become, you know, more or less victim in in a systemic relay uh, on <clears throat> on non even non con seemingly non consequential things where where loads of information is being transited at very high frame frame rate. So these things because information can be like bullets at that speed, um, at at a a broad spread. So I think that by not disclosing what these harms are that cause them to put the moratorium down, I think that we're getting cheated in the information department a little bit um, because I don't I don't quite know. So that's a question I have that hasn't been answered necessarily yet. So I'm in 15 minutes. I've got Vlad with me. Hey, Vladdy, would you like to come up and talk about AI? Can you hear me? Is my mic working? Let's see here, is my mic working on this account? So... I go ahead and send that. He says, yes. So is, maybe it's an account-specific thing. I'm going to make you the next caller. Well, I'm going to go ahead and invite some more folks. I'm going to invite people from Unsanctioned Citizen. Sheila, how you doing? Hey, my microphone works on this account. You're good. You're good. Did you use another phone number? No, sir. Okay. Um, Shayla, this thing is fixed. Let me give you an example and tell you why. What, what thing is fixed? I, I, okay. What, what because thing? the thing is, okay, I've heard Elon in the past. I didn't hear him today on Tucker. Okay. Uh, I would have to look at the YouTube okay. videos. But what I'm saying is, with something like what's going on with, with with the warnings that he's given us, I truly believe, and I know you'll... Dude, are you listening to the luchadores in the background? No, I'm listening to a Christian pastor. Hold on, let okay. me bring it down. Go ahead. So... I truly believe in my heart of heart that this thing, when eventually it grows the brain, the AI, because right now it just has in, in, in biased information, bigoted information against us Christians, conservative, uh, people that are white, because I'm not white, I'm Hispanic, uh, nice toasty brown color, you know, and uh, anybody that fits the bill of being Christian, being a patriot, being an American citizen, loving the flag, loving the country, is going to target. Because there's already biases in there. And they'll, they'll take out the ones that people complain. Why? Because it's constantly being programmed. So it has answers to some things. And I believe it's not its own AI. It's running out of its own brain. We don't know if somebody's behind behind the curtain kind of thing, you know? Like a marionette, you know? Puppet master. So that's what I'm saying. All these AIs, whether it's Chinese, I could care less about China. That's for them. Obviously, it's going to be pro-CCP party. Anti-America, anti-capitalism, anti-Christianity—it's obvious. So, some some of those things in Chinese, of course, because that's their respective language. So that's what I'm saying, uh, Shayla. This thing is going to be ex extremely bigoted. Now, in regards to work, 
We're the ones that could control that. We're the ones that could hold it back as long as we want to. How do we do that? Well, don't buy into the system. Like, for example, you might not eat at McDonald's. I eat at McDonald's once, twice oh, a week, okay? you're Breakfast. getting right to it. So You're getting right to it. I'm going to get right. back. I, I want to hear what you're saying, though. No, no. Don't take it away from me. Don't take it away from me. <laughs> now, go ahead, Jayla. Uh, just bring me up the well, speaker I mean, so we can. There's only really two ways this is going to go. There's going to be the pro AI groups that are totally, you know, they want AI running everything, automate everything, put AI I, in I, the suit, put AI I, in the I, bottom I, of your shoes. I, I, mean, I want like, Shayla AI. I want Shayla yeah. AI. <laughs> right? They'll they'll make they'll make a duplicate of you in silicone just to spite you in a war and send it to harass you at your own house. That's how evil these people can be. All right? Mm -hmm. And so what it'll be those people versus, you know, the people who don't want it. Okay? And it's going to be grimy workers and people who are unemployed and by the AI. People with uh, a squalling a brood of brats with nowhere to put them because all the teachers went AI and they, they basically, they said, well, you can't receive education anymore because we're, we've decided to rule by uh, automation and you were deselected automatically. I mean, this is Or, so or what weird. about this one, Shayla? Imagine uh, you have a family, if you were to have children, right? And you and your husband are taking to school, to school a registration day and it says, uh, our AI will take care of you. Don't worry about it. It's just as personalized as any human. And they start running the record. He goes, are you Shayla? Dean? Wait a minute. There's a problem here. You can't register your children at this school. And it's not because they don't belong in that school. No, we can't have that. You've been booted off a record. You're a terrorist. We cannot have a terrorist in our school. school. Police? We're calling the police now. FBI? You know, some shit like that. Okay. Think about well, it. The reason, the reason I, there's, I, I, there's a brood of people that are being developed right now. Like it's already happening. There's there's a, a a group of people in say like pet care. I tried to get my groomer, and because I would not use the uh, automated system, this is absolutely true. This absolutely happened. It is one hundred percent true. Um. I would not use their their online forms to enter my animal into into their practice because they lost my information. Okay, and so I said, I really just want to fill out a paper form. Can I please come by? Uh, and this is a groomer that has seen and worked with me before, and and they said we really don't. You know, they took a while to get back to me via text. Everything was via text. They wouldn't talk to me over the phone, and they. They ghosted me via text. They said, we just don't think you're you're the right fit for our grooming right now. Uh, so we we are going to ask you to go somewhere else. And that was it. I'm like, I, I didn't get a chance to talk to a manager. I didn't get to ask. You know, we went to a different groomer, and the groomer wasn't as good. So we called the northern location. And I said, you know what? I, I was kind of cut off at the knees by this administrator who who had an issue with me not using the new automation. And, you know, I, I just want to talk to the manager to see if I can work something out. Okay. 
he called over there and some kind of transaction happened. It got totally triangulated wrong because I got a really, really nasty text to follow that day. And that text was, don't ever call our business ever again. You were, you were mean to the Northern location. And I'm like, what did I say to the Northern location other than ask them to, to kind of, you know, could you please get me in touch with the manager at the Southern location? That's really all. Wow. That was a whole conversation. That was a whole conversation, really. And she said that I brutalized the person that was working over there in the text. I'm like, wow. this is some passive aggressive garbage. And so wow. it's already being kind of worked into the stuff. We, we don't need the AI in three, in three years. It's already here. Robotics already that here. are children, you know, we've got, we've got children behaving like, like aggressive robots right, right, right now. In fact, wow. maybe that, there may even be an aggressive bot that's running. The... <laughs> it may not even be a person. It might be a robot. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, Shayla, this might actually get you started to open up your own your own grooming service. I don't really you know? want to do that, Vladi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you know, you probably heard the countless stories of people that got banned for, you know, window they, you know, these window makers, these, you know, they put a set of windows and it was a really shoddy job. And this is what, you know, like the, the lady that here in California, right, that says uh, she comes out on conservative radio at 870 a.m., not to promote them or anything. And she goes, this is how we got into, into American windows, he goes, because we got tired of the shoddy businesses. Whether it's true or not, it makes a lot of sense. When people deep down, they might have certain talents and they get mad as hell and they're like i'm not going to take it anymore that kind of attitude you know they end up becoming the rival and and giving better service it's like mike diamond pl plumbing plumbing uh services he got tired of the abuse of rotor rooter magic rooter and all those services and what did he do mike diamond plumbing he went on his own he's a christian man and he started uh, he's what they call the the the, uh, the the nice smell plumber because you know some plumbers walk into your house and they smell like sweat and <laughs> nasty right well they, they so smell like the, plumbing they smell yeah. plumbing and that's and that's their job but they they gotta clean up that's what's recommended so what did he what did what did uh, Mike Diamond said he goes I got tired of people chipping or I'm gonna say Jack Pl the the plumber Jack Chip he went through a similar experience he lost his father at a young age but his father invested in his life and his Christian life and, and, you know, in his home life as a father and as a man of God. And he said, do what you want to do. do what you want to dream of. And, and, you know, his father was a plumber, but unfortunately the Lord decided to take him early. And, and, and there, there, there goes Jack Chip, the plumber, young man, man of God, good values. And he'll give you honest to goodness, good quotes on, on whatever you need. And he's out <laughs> to help the little guy, that, that sort of stuff, you know? With that yeah, attitude, maybe this would be Shayla what, grooming, mm -hmm. Shayla dog and, and cat I don't, grooming. I don't think that's the you know? answer, Lottie. But you know, I mean, I'm, no? okay, I, okay. I have okay. very viable <laughs> skill set in in trying to to persuade uh, leaders and lawmakers. Okay, to do so so forget so that's, that. That's forget really that. where my mm -hmm. my skill set actually is, and um, you know. And yes, journalism. To, you got your 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 bachelor's and your probably your master's and all that. Yes, you're an educated well, I mean, woman. I, I get mean, it. It's gotta, it's I get it. You don't want to let those dreams go. You, yeah. 
But let me tell you something. There should be a list, and maybe it's not invented. Maybe you're Nick of the Woods, because you I know you're all in, on the web. I've seen your website in the past, you're, you know. And I said, maybe one day when I'm in Texas, I know I got to visit Shayla or at least tell her, Shayla, I'm in Dallas if you're here or Austin, wherever I'm visiting, right? <laughs> and everybody that I like, like yourself, Shayla, because I do consider you a friend, and I, I hope to run into you at the mall or something and say, is this it's Shayla Dean? Is this Sheila Dean? We could actually have dinner. And you're with your significant other. Let's sit down. Let's talk about God. Let's talk, catch up on. I actually get to meet you in person. You're like you're like a, a megastar to me. You know what I mean? You're 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 you're, you're like the great celebrity, but in well, you're the best you're my one listener tonight. This is a show that has, has <laughs> nothing on it, but it, it it proves to me that two things: one, that the microphone on this account works, and two, that if I go on and I do an unsanctioned show. On my other account, if the mic isn't working there, then it's an account-specific issue. Okay. So it's not necessarily attributed to me, but to the show. And um, so I haven't been able to get the microphone to work, and that's been a that's been a real hassle, honestly. Uh, and and okay. if you were here in Austin, we we would definitely we could we could hang. Uh, but what I wanted to to say was that we're we're in this place with AI. Where it's going to be the the people who've been pushed out of everything because of AI, and then the very small group of you know I guess meta elites who live inside of a headset um, and a VR headset on the metaverse but, who are going but, to be doing but, everything. But Shayla, else. what do we do, what do we do before it becomes the Skynet that we feared? Well, I mean, I think before it becomes Skynet, these people are going to be in in an ideological political war. (laughs) And it's already evolving right now uh, with with the the public. You know, we we may not even be aware that we're in kind of a a soft or or a tension, you know, that there are tensions between these evolving groups. Okay, (laughs) and maybe they're not quite aware that as they, you know, they put the crown on their own heads and nobody elected them, you know, it's, it's another kind of, it's, it's an overt or kind of like a parallel government, Uh not like the intelligence agencies, but the intelligence agencies are all over it because it is a parallel government. Do you understand? They wouldn't give a crap. They wouldn't give two, two toots about Twitter or Facebook or any of it if it wasn't parallel government. So because it is parallel government, they are all over it. There's a there they want to sway masses and influence the minds and thinking and operations of large swaths of people at any given time. You know, they just they are just a magnet to do that. And so kind of one of the red flags or kind of one of the one of the symptoms of a parallel government that you're going to be dealing with it and rising tensions is that the intel community is all over it. And it is. And if you watch Mike Benz's feed, he was he's been talking about uh, how the EIP. Eight million in total to to considerably censor people so it's going to be these stasi 
like magnets who really believe in censorship. They're hardcore. They believe in sanctioning people for the things that they say. They believe in, um, you know, and this is a hard authoritarian, um, slant. Like this is, this is how they're, they're kind of ground in on this. They believe we need censorship. They believe that there is one governing morality. And if you don't comply with it, it is cut you off at the knees and throw you in the trash. And that's typically the way that the communist architecture works. You know, it's comply or die. And, you know, the other way is, you know, give me liberty or give me death. So there's there's already a conflict there. There's tension between the two groups. So um, if there is a parallel government, let's say that there is, and it is like Meta, Facebook, Microsoft and the big four architectures that are erecting themselves as a parallel government against the will and the elected democracies of the regular people who live here, who work here in this uh, governing body of the United States. You know, nobody's ever looked at the companies and said, well, hey, maybe you guys are not not the best citizens. You know, maybe you think that you can do better. Google's a good example because you know, they think that they're better than the American government. Right now, uh, under Sundar Pichai, uh, you have to, to take strains to get him to not work with the Chinese government, the Indian government, you know, more strenuously and more assiduously. They disprefer, they do not prefer to work with the American government, period, because they are so... Um, let's just say it, they're just leftist over there. And they think that American people are of poor character they're of inferior human health you know they're inferior to them in every way yet all of their opportunities have come from being here so i almost you know if that's really how they feel um i'll just give you a reflection and then i'll get off my high horse here but the reflection here is 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 accurately depicted in the in the uh, documentary now, the first episode of uh, Batshit Valley. So this episode is about a cult that takes over a small Oregon town of Chinook. And it's it's basically a, a guru. And his second in command is this kind of renegade... Um, crazy woman who is just kind of lustful for power and she definitely looked down upon americans and and she was she was totally in character in terms of the way that say like an adversely aspected you know indian national comes over here to to lead us but absolutely despises us thinks we're absolutely mentally inferior to them that we're fat, that we're stupid, the whole nine. And it's just so they can do this Plutonian move and act like the people who actually came in during the British um, occupation and imperialized them. So they're looking for a community, a community of people to do this to. Uh, you know, but that's the, you know, not every, they're not all like that. I'm not generalizing, but I'm saying like, you can, you've heard it if you've heard it. And if you've heard it, it sounds like that. So, you know, those are the people who are generating the AI, you know, the, the self-hating, anti-American AI. 
so that you will depress your own interests by using it. You know, the more that you feed into a system and let it inform on you, because you're, you're basically, you're paying your own informant by using certain internet applications. It betrays you utterly, yet you're hassled into using it. It betrays you indefinitely. Every time you, you open the app, it betrays you. It betrays your privacy. It sells you to the highest bidder and it thinks, and it configures intelligence so that you will be at less advantage to other people that they prefer in the future. So in terms of being bigoted, that is how it will go. Cause that's how it's going right now. So there's the tensions that are evolving correctly right now. And it's not because the AI did this on its own. It's because the programmers and the parallel government universe that has staffed up these companies after they left the federal government are putting all that juice in there. And they want to control the public adversely. You know, for what aim? They just, they just want, I, I'm not really sure what they want, Lottie. You know, I don't think the way they do. And I think that that's where my blind spot is. Uh, they don't have a long-term plan. It is just excessive dominance and greed and it's nothing good. So I, I'll kick it back to you. That role, by the way. Ultimately, it's to instill fear in people because that's how they control. So it's a Jezebelian spirit, but I truly believe that the AI that we've been talking about that's going to be um, implemented for that time, I'll be honest, it ha it's going to fulfill something of the uh, the Bible. It might be AI uh, making some kind of hologram because they've been talking about a really good hologram. All they have is fictitious hologram in Hollywood, but a real hologram where... It's gonna fool people. The image of the beast, you know. So they, so people. Like a deep fake. It, it would like a deep fake, where basically it can videographically, videographically, excuse me, uh, steal your image, put you in in uh, artificial environments that we, you were not. It can put you back in 1963, mm -hmm. configured for 1963, and make you privy to 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 a, a public bombing in 1963. On, on tape. Correct. It can place you in the past. <laughs> I mean, the, the whole thing is it's going to be able to mess up your whole world horribly to it the could. point where you won't be able to do as you wanted to, you know? Right. And, and if the credit agencies are the first vesicle to, like, seize on, on say, reputational harms, um, because I'll tell you who they're not going after immediately. They're not it's not the people you think that they should. So the level of threats that are around people who are, say, like, rapists or child molesters or people who are thieves or people who are violent axe murderers, you know, those really aren't the priorities. The priorities are people who are um, conscientious objectors to wars that they want to be in. People who, uh, you know, didn't want one candidate versus another. This is their current priorities. It's not to catch like real actual terrorists because you can see clearly that they're running around. You know, they've, they've got sometimes they have more freedom than you do, because if you commit to self-defense in certain states, 
in certain munis, then you go to jail and the criminal, you know, goes off with his axe and, and kills three more people. That's how it's been going. Well, it's, it's going to be where uh, if, if, it's, if, it, if the AI d- didn't make the decision and, uh, you know, if, if it didn't come from the AI, like it's a, some kind of perfect being and like it has ultimate truth and only what the AI says, then we're, we're pretty much doomed in a situation like that. We're pretty much doomed. And this is, well, like I, I mean, said. Larry Page wanted to make an AI God, but I think that, you know, if, if he could create an AI God, I don't think even philosophically and metaphysically, if he could create it, it wouldn't be a God. Right. He's like, it's like, it's a supra intelligence. Well, how intelligent, how intelligent could it be if all I had to do is drop the CPU in a mud puddle and shock it two times and it's out? You follow me? Exactly. I get you. Well, <laughs> Larry Page could say whatever the hell he wants to. As long right. As he's but, you know, his design it. is really metastically like narcissistic. Yeah. It's, well, he's talking, he's talking like an elitist, you know. At least, let me ask you, what what got you regarding what Elon Musk said in Tucker? Because I know you saw it, right, uh, Shane? Yeah, I, I, it's a two-part series that started tonight. But the thing is, is that I had goaded Tucker to do an interview with Elon Musk when this all started with mm-hmm. with the uh, the sales. But, I, I mean, I had, had had edge over the AI problem from before and I had really wanted to know what his direction was since he left OpenAI. And it looks to me that the good yield that came from that interview was that what we know that we didn't know before, what I didn't know before is that Elon Musk wants to put together another OpenAI version because the other one has just become a closed commercial set for Microsoft. So we have a second chance at ethical, positive AI see, development in competition I, with I, the other ones. I, I would say don't worry about Elon um, being the good guy. He wants in. He wants in. He's a billionaire, uh, very successful, obviously. But he wants in where, hey, if these guys are going to do it, if they're going to boot me out, he's only looking out for him, really. It's not really about the people here. Um, of course, he's going to draw the whole, all, everybody that's for him into well, all this. I, the magnet for me is is the the ethical AI development that, that didn't happen. I mean, when he started OpenAI, the, the objective was for him to be able to create an ethical foundry for AI development. And that's not where the focus went. The focus went to kind of almost like a meta DARPA, like where you could... You could develop the, the, the highest forming or the, the fastest development, the, the, the most proficient execution um, of an AI robotics firm. Or in this terms, like, okay, these appies, which are extremely invasive, they're very effective at what they do, at spiking and, and raking uh, public accounts of, of personal information. Um, but are they beneficial to, to humanity? Is it done in an ethical way? And I think when we discovered that Appy's had this, this, you know, gross, you know, non-accountable measure, 
let's in the hands of say like the NSA. NSA was using a huge, you know, prism, prism, thin thread, all algorithms, all AI, and they were all reliant on telecommunications connections and the internet in order to execute. If people weren't using that in a more, a more broad way before, like say two thousand two. Nobody had a cell phone. They were walking around with beepers and, and using pay phones, you know, and, and you'd be, you know, at a loss to try to find yourself a pay phone if you're not in a, in a shady area or at a hotel. That's one of the few places in modern, you know, modern society right now in America. You can't just go find a pay phone unless you live in a two horse town or a one stoplight. Let's just say it that way. One stoplight town, they'll still have a payphone there. It might operate. It might still be getting service, but it's it's on par with a gas station bathroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? And <laughs> that's telecommunications, but it's not at the level where, like, I'm sitting here talking to you, bloody, on a phone. You're in California. I'm here. Shannon's in the listener section um, on the yeah. phone. Shana. Okay. I need a guarantee that it's you and it's not Shayla AI. <laughs> I need a guarantee that it's Shayla Dean and not Shayla Dean AI. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shayla, are you there? Oh. Be careful what I ask for. Oh. Shayla. Yeah, your your mic dropped. If you could hear me, yes. Your mic, your mic did drop. Sorry, pal. <laughs> You're also in ATX. <laughs> ATX normally a computer is a motherboard, big motherboard or micro ATX, but whatever that might mean. Ah, Sheila, come on. I believe you might have a faulty, a faulty uh, mic, uh, Shayla. You might want to look into that, please. Yeah, AI understands irony. This is proof. No, I cannot hear you, Shayla. Unfortunately, I got you full volume on. I hope you could hear me, but I cannot hear you whatsoever. But it's only three of us. Just the two. It used to be like the love song, just the two of us. But in this case, just the three of us. Da, 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 da. Remember that one, Shayla? Just the three of us. You and I and I. <laughs> you and I and he. Or you and I and her. <laughs> if you want to close up, it, uh, uh, Shayla, it's all good. Unless you want to fix it and maybe it'll reopen. It's up to you. All right? I'm here either way.